0: PTC is go. Pancas is go. PTC is go. Copios is go. Houston flight is go. Molocom. STM is go. cons is go. STU is go. LRD is go. SRO is go. CDI is go. Launch director NTD, our launch team is ready to proceed at this time. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Right Side Patriots has a message for the Liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not going to stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah, thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night, the 3rd of March. Welcome to it. Hello Diane. Hello Craig and how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm, I'm just telling Diane off the air that I was trying to get all my all my stuff together. Uh I, I'm going on a little day long excursion tomorrow and I got to have all my ducks in a row before we leave okay
1: yes i can understand that
0: yep and i I think i've got everything pretty well lined up okay you know and uh it's it's only a day-long thing but it's one of those things where you got to have this and that and the other thing and you have to have it all put together everything so yeah it'll it'll be a fun fun day away tomorrow True. True. You get to you get to go out in the world
1: instead of sixty two people.
0: <laughs> Forty six.
1: Oh, excuse me, that's right. You lost some. Yeah, you we, know, there are there are benefits to a small
0: town, but boredom sure isn't one of them. <laughs> well, you know, i I guess it all depends on your mindset. Um yeah. you know, I'm here, I, I work from home, you know, and uh I I really don't get bored. I really don't. And you I get, always
1: told me you hate people.
0: <laughs> well, and and you know I look crowds of people. I'm not a fan of. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and living here, I I see my neighbors. That's about it. Sure. Okay. You know, I, I see the the couple across the street, and I see the couple next door to me. And, you know, we we all get along We all have fun We all share laughs And and everything And that's good enough You know, I don't I'm not high maintenance I don't need a lot to entertain me (laughs) That's probably a good thing
1: I I don't either But I like having, you know Creature comforts nearby I'm in a small town, folks I'm not in a big city
0: But I still like the creature comforts well you know i've lived in um you know medium-sized cities you know i grew up in lincoln nebraska 230 some thousand at the time mm-hmm. um i moved from there to phoenix uh four million yeah well that's a
1: huge move
0: you know and then i i lived at the grand canyon inside the national park uh 3,000 maybe Mm 3,500 uh lived in in valentine nebraska and that was 2,800 you know so roughly the same as as the canyon population and then we moved here to the thriving metropolis of 46 people so (laughs) i've never lived in a big city i've
1: lived suburbs you know that's Right. That's where I've always lived, in the suburbs, but um, I still like, you know, I, I don't want to have to go two hours to go shopping or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we got used to it when we lived at the canyon, and so, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, to get to the grocery, was an hour and a half one way. Whoa, okay. okay. Here, it's only 25 minutes one way, so...
1: Well, that's not too bad because it's about 25 minutes, except for, you know, local supermarkets. It's about 20, 25 minutes to get to anything, you know, of importance. But, you know, like the local publics is 10 minutes away.
0: Well, and, you know, this would be a lot different if it wasn't for having high speed internet and satellite tv you know you know without that i'd probably get bored but you and i do so much research we're busy writing articles all the time uh i cover local news uh for you know two different radio stations here uh the twister and they have a a station in gordon and one in valentine and i've got so much to do all the time i never have time to get bored so
1: yeah, no, it's not that I'm bored or anything during the day because, like you said, we're always doing something. But it's a matter of I want to be able to get in the car and within 20 minutes, at least 15, 20 minutes, get to a restaurant.
0: <laughs> See? I'm
1: not a, I'm not a big one on cooking, folks.
0: <laughs> See, you are high maintenance.
1: <laughs> ah.
0: Well, conferred, you know, being
1: a being a vegetarian, it's not like, oh, gee, today we'll have steak or burgers or chops or
0: something. It, it's right. a whole it's, different way of you know, eating. yeah, it's your choice between fescue and Kentucky bluegrass and <laughs> yeah, you
1: know romaine versus yeah. um, iceberg versus spring mix.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy, boy, what variety you you live with? <laughs> oh anyway. man folks we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight let's dive right into it and talk about what's going on with Donald Trump now it, it's a question that needs to be asked because man is is he stepping in it right now
1: yeah he is um, I, I will preface whatever I'm going to say by saying Donald Trump was a great, great president, probably one of the best we've had in the modern era since Reagan. But I'm sorry to say I I really think his time has come and gone, not because he wouldn't be a great president again, I will vote for him in a heartbeat if he gets the nomination. But I'm one of those who strongly believe it's time to turn the presidency over to the next generation. And in that next generation, to me, there's no one better to lead it than Ron DeSantis.
0: Now, most people probably haven't heard of Ron DeSantis. He happens to be the governor of a place called Florida
1: the free state of
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um Trump has come out and said some things about Ron DeSantis that just leave us scratching our heads. And Diane, let's be honest, he is taking a leftist page out of the playbook. Yeah, that's what's bothering me. He's
1: very afraid of Governor DeSantis Entering into the um, presidential race. He still, you know, loves to herald, I made DeSantis in his first run. Without me, he never would have won. Nobody knows that. Okay. Yes, he did support him. Absolutely. But you know what? He supports a lot of people. Some win. Some don't win. Oz and Carrie Lake are examples of not winning. DeSantis, you know, um, four years ago, was one of his winners. But to come out and say, without me, he'd be nothing, you've got to put your ego aside at times. You did a good thing. Ron DeSantis has never spoken bad against him, and yet Trump keeps throwing all this nastiness at him. And DeSantis is smart enough not to engage in it. And that shows leadership, a special kind of leadership, in my eyes, along with the fact one of the reasons I so respect Ron DeSantis is when he came of age, he entered the military. He became a Navy SEAL. He fought in theaters of war. He knows what it is to face death, destruction and play on the battlefields of war and to me, I firmly believe that every president elected, President of the United States needs to have some kind of military service whether it's active or reserves or I don't care what it is. I really think Best commander-in-chiefs not that trump wasn't a good one he was very respected and rightfully so but i think every commander-in-chief needs to know exactly what their commander-in-chief of and the only way to know that is having served
0: yeah i, I kind of tend to agree with you on that let's look at the numbers you brought up the numbers Mm-hmm. Okay, four years ago, when DeSantis ran for his first term, he won, but by a slim margin. I, I mm-hmm. want to say it was 10,000 votes, 15,000 votes.
1: I, I think it was a little more than that, but it was a slim vote because he was an unknown. He was just a state senator at the time. He, it it was a slim margin, but okay.
0: thankfully okay. he
1: did okay. win because okay. the one... That he ran against was the one that was caught in the hotel, you know, uh, right. naked with drugs. I forget his name offhand.
0: Okay, so let me let me let me finish what I'm saying here. The second time DeSantis ran, he won by 1.5 million votes in the state of Florida. Nineteen percent. Yep, mm-hmm. and, and and that victory was done without the backing of donald trump so you know i mean you don't win in in any state by that kind of margin if you're the incumbent unless you have a great track record and everybody knows it
1: right he has probably one of the best track records in the country and what he wants to do, if he runs, I believe his platform will be, I want to do for America what I did for Florida. We're known as the free state of Florida for a reason. And all the bad press that he's been getting about the don't say gay and, and this wealthy um uh rhino or globalists support him and this and that, it's all made up crap
0: it really is. This is going to be very interesting because DeSantis hasn't even announced a run yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I guarantee you, he will, he is going to run. It would be.
1: Casey's remission holds. It would
0: be absolutely shocking if he didn't run at this Mm -hmm. point, all the signs are pointing towards it. And like you said, a few minutes ago, he's smart enough not to engage in the gutter brawl that Trump is trying to start. Now, The reason Trump is doing these things is because he knows that DeSantis currently is the front runner, even though DeSantis hasn't announced the 2024 campaign. Right, and it's by a large
1: lead, folks, and that has scared Donald Trump. And, you know, rightly so, DeSantis has a lot going for him which is very, very important. The state as a whole loves our governor. He carried every single county in this state but two. That's that's unheard of. And it's because of his policies. He knows what's important. He, he, no critical race theory is taught here. Common core math is out the, you know, out the window. The woke nonsense. No, you're not doing it here. We have the death penalty if need be. Our crime rate, our murder rate and crime rate in general is at a 50 year low under his tutelage and when everything was locked down across the country and, and DeSantis opened us up, our businesses were still thriving. Our restaurants were open. Our stores were still selling goods. And we had one of the lowest COVID rates. Yeah. He, he threw the mask mandate out. He left it up to individual private businesses, government buildings. No, you didn't have to have it. Um he knew how to lead and i'm not saying trump doesn't know how to lead but the problem with trump is not his leadership he should be running and focusing on his record his especially his economic and foreign policy record instead of you know pulling these childish games with names and you know name calling and just making things up
0: well and, and i'll tell you something else part of the reason Trump continues to do this mm-hmm. is, is because DeSantis won't engage. Trump is trying to get under DeSantis's skin. He can't. DeSantis is a former Navy SEAL and JAG right. officer. Good luck with that tactic.
1: Yeah, you're not getting under his skin no matter what you do. In fact, I can imagine him sitting at home just laughing about all this. And it's actions like this That have me believing, and again, I will vote for Trump if he gets the nomination, very happily, but it's things like what he's doing now is showing to me that his time has passed. He's already alienated a vast majority of independents. He cannot win without the independents.
0: That's a fact.
1: And and he's actually turning people away from him by his actions. Run on your positives. Run on your Abraham Accords, your economy, your tax breaks. Run on all the good things you've done.
0: Run on energy independence.
1: To sink to name calling.
0: Run on energy independence for God's sake. Exactly. Sakes. Exactly. You know, I mean, the the list is long indeed of things Trump could be running on. But he goes to these rallies and he's in 100% attack mode. Yeah, that's you know, not, it's not a we good don't look. Need that. Yeah, it's not a good look right now. No. You know, we, especially when the guy you're attacking hasn't even announced. That, that, that shows that he is terrified of right. Ron DeSantis. Right. You know, instead, he should be
1: thinking along the lines okay. Maybe I can get DeSantis. Hmm, he'd make a good VP for me. And then when I'm term limited out in my next presidency, he can carry us on for eight more years. Instead of thinking in that way, he's thinking in, I've got to destroy this man, and I'll sink to any level to do so. That's what Democrats do.
0: Right. Well, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. We're we're probably a couple of months away yet from Ron right. DeSantis making any kind of announcement. But right. trust me, it's coming. Now, with that said, we've got to unwind Diane because <laughs> when it comes to the topic of Ron DeSantis, we can wind her up, turn her loose, and she'll do a whole hour.
1: Hey, I've been hoping he would announce a presidency, you know, immediately. you got to... One last thing you strike while the fire is hot
0: he's oh. got the momentum yeah well that's not going away no that's, it's that's getting not gonna go by away the day. and you know mm-hmm. ne- next time next time you see Ron tell him to make the announcement on our show
1: <laughs> somehow I think it's going to be a major press conference
0: I I would I would think so yeah i I would think so um this is interesting. it's flabbergasting it's it's nonsense, but the Biden administration has literally put climate change down as a pentagon priority <sighs> Do tell yeah. what does the Pentagon have to do with the weather <sighs> Well, they do do weather balloons. (laughs) Well, they shoot them down, apparently. (laughs) Um, That's a good point. Uh, But, I mean, this, this is insanity.
1: It is insanity. And, you know, in a way, it kind of also goes in with the age. He's not thinking straight. Not that he has for a long, long time, but... This is so stupid. I don't even know what to say about this.
0: Well, you got you got China and and they're making noise, uh, Russia. you know, in that part of the world, you got Russia trying to start World War 3. You know, you've got all these things that the Pentagon really needs to focus on and you shove the weather into that mix. I mean, I th- This is so insane, it-, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, we-, we might be fighting on the ground against Russia in World War III. We might uh, be dragged into defending Taiwan and fighting against China. China is helping Russia in their war against Ukraine. But let's not forget the weather. Well, let me put it in a different... How do you even weasel that into the conversation?
1: Here's how. Secretary of Defense Austin, okay, he actually said the Department of Defense will prioritize China as the pacing challenge, tackle the acute Russian threat, address advanced and persistent threats such as North Korea and Iran. Innovate and modernize and meet the climate crisis. I hate to tell the Secretary of Defense, but do you really know what the climate is? The climate is the weather.
0: What what are you going to do? Are you going to send the the green berets in to adjust the thermostat? I mean, what what exactly are, are you talking about doing? I mean, I personally... Mm -hmm. I I don't trust this Austin guy as far as I can throw a piano. In fact, I I think Austin's an asshole. Yeah, I agree with you. um, How do you use the military might of the Pentagon to Mm -hmm. affect the weather?
1: Well, you know what it is to me? These people that sit in these positions... They, I guess, weren't paying attention in science class when they were in school because the thing they now call global warming and at a couple of years ago it was global cooling. These are naturally occurring weather cycles that have been with the earth since it first began and will be with the earth until, until it ends in about 11 point something billion years from now. These are cycles. They come every X number of years. I think it's believed between every 150 to about 300 years we will go through and have gone through, and history has shown we have gone through, periods of warming and cooling. The Earth settles down again. Remember, the sun controls all the weather, and to some extent, the moon. The sun, it has a lot to do with sunspots and solar radiation. That fluctuates. It comes and it goes. Hence our weather. But everything calms down in cycles. There's nothing you're going to do to to change the weather. We are not in a climate crisis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all I can say is... If somebody starts lobbing nuclear weapons, the weather is off the table. I think so. You know, I mean,
1: Will be seriously. a nuclear winter?
0: Well, yeah, but, you know, hardly, uh, you know, at that point, it's hardly apropos to say, um, you know, you, you need to quit driving your gas-guzzling car. You know, I mean... You, you look at the situation and like you say it's cyclic mm-hmm. okay if you if you don't believe it cut down a really big tree that's right look, look at a cross section of a redwood that that was cut down 50 years ago and and look at the rings thick rings thin rings thick mm-hmm. rings thin rings right <coughs> the weather changes you get more well, moisture, you get less, it gets warmer, it gets cooler, you know. And, and if if you want more proof, go dig an ice core out of the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And, and you can find the same evidence. You know, years ago, uh, Obama was up in Alaska, and they took him up to the Arctic Circle. Okay? He should have stayed there. Well, mm-hmm. it would have been, would have been nice. You yes. Know, but... While he's up there, they show him where a glacier had receded exposing what used to be a, a cabin in a settlement. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, Obama, he, he's like, well, this this is what happens if you don't take care of climate change. Well, yeah, I, I hate to belabor the obvious here, but at some point, It was a lot warmer, and that glacier was a lot smaller. Otherwise, that cabin never would have been built there to begin with. Exactly. I mean, it's one of those common sense things. You know, at some point, the glacier had receded about 150 years ago. Somebody built a cabin up there. And then over the last 150 years, the glacier moved forward again, burying the cabin. Then it started to recede again, exposing the remains of the cabin. I mean... This wouldn't happen. That cabin wouldn't have ever been there if right. the glacier had been there all along. Right. We are going to get through
1: yeah. Um didn't we post on our website just a few days ago that it has been proven there really is no rise in temperature. Right.
0: right. NOAA, NOAA. Right. Uh, the the right. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. They went through all the data, and they said, no, it's not warming up.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah. so what are they, what is this, common core science now? Yes. we have common core math, now we have common core science?
0: <laughs> well, you have whatever you need to rely on to jack up people's taxes and make them uncomfortable. And that's what climate change really is. It's it's simply
1: people.
0: yeah it's simply a vehicle to scare people out of their tax money. Exactly. I mean that's what it is, folks. You don't build a cabin on a glacier unless you're really fond of moving.
1: <laughs> Literally.
0: You know, um, you 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 look around the world. You look through the epoch of history. And the weather has been changing since the weather was invented.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, since the chemicals and the airflow and the currents and whatever all ganged together as one, yeah.
0: Well, but I mean, even before that. Yeah. I mean, as long as there's been a world, there's been fluctuations in the climate fluctuations in the weather right i mean how do you account for ice ages and then not having ice ages and then having ice ages again we didn't have suvs and hairspray back then that's right we
1: are and this is the main thing craig and i have said this countless times the problem is not the weather the problem is learning how to control pollution pollution is a totally different animal than the weather
0: absolutely and if folks in in the minute or so that we have left let me just throw this one thing out there okay if the weather if the climate was changing and warming up and the ice caps were melting and sea levels were going to rise it was going to wreak havoc on the world Mm mm-hmm why would Obama buy waterfront property at Martha's Vineyard? Oh, I love that. That's good. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, if, if we've only got 12 years left before we're all underwater because the ice caps melted due to climate change, why Why, why did well, he buy that the property? The ice caps got bigger. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just telling you what, people like Obama are saying, what people like John Kerry are saying, what people like Al Gore are saying, what the Biden administration is saying. You know, if we don't do something right now, and I mean drastic right now, stop driving cars, you know, stop, you know, burning oil, stop using gas stoves. (laughs) We're all going to be underwater. And yet there sits Obama Martha's Vineyard. Well, you know, he
1: really went to Martha's Vineyard to escape the uh, illegals who might overtake, you know, where he lived in Washington or Chicago.
0: Yeah, how'd that work out for him? He got busloads. Didn't work out very well, did it? Camping out on his front (laughs) steps, you know. Folks, we've hit the bottom of the hour, but we still have plenty more to talk about tonight. Stay with us. There's going to be more right side patriots after this you're listening to right side patriots radio the best in conservative commentary news and talk where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com.
1: Hi, guys. Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on the patriotfactor.blockspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's longtime Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at RSPRadio1.com.
0: Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's Right Side Patriot show, just go to rspradio onecom tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and just like that, you have access to all the shows, including this one. (laughs) Now, at the risk of getting Diane wound up again, (laughs) which could happen with the next thing i'm about to say you know diane lives in the free state of florida but now we're heading to the west coast the granola state where what ain't fruits and nuts is flakes we're talking about california
1: Oh, you mean the filthy, dirty state with homeless, you know, defecating in the street and drug paraphernalia
0: all over the place? That state? You say that like it's a bad thing. (laughs) It is. (laughs) There in California, Californians, and by and large, most Californians, not all, but most Californians are Democrat liberals, liberal Democrats, whatever you want to call them, And they decidedly have said they do not want their governor, Gavin Newsom, to run for president in 2024.
1: Right. In fact, uh, among
0: Democrat voters,
1: 54% say they they do not want to see Newsom be the 47th president because he's a terrible governor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not because they want to keep him there. It's just that they realize how bad he is, and they feel sorry for the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, think about that. 54% of California voters, and, and I guarantee you that's mostly Democrats, are it saying, oh, Demo- no. It, they,
1: it is Democrat.
0: Yeah. The poll was taken among
1: Democrats.
0: They're saying, oh, no. No, no, no. we We don't think he should run because his policies— And and let's be honest here, he would take the same policies he's put in place in California and try to make them national.
1: Oh, dear God. Can you imagine? We, you know, we're on our way to becoming a third world country thanks to Joe Biden. With Newsom as president, we'd
0: easily make that list. Uh, You know, here's the question, okay? If Newsom runs, and I think he will, all right, if he runs... Who is Soros going to get behind? Is he going to get behind Gavin Newsom, or is he going to stay with Biden?
1: He'll do, you know, if, a, if Obama says stay with Biden, he'll stay with Biden. If Obama says go to Newsom, he'll go to Newsom. But listen to this interesting statement of Newsom. Now, you have to understand the words here not just what it seems like on the surface. Newsom has stated in the past that he would not run for president if Biden does not run for president.
0: Okay, so the uh, now let me decipher that and you tell me if I'm right. What mm-hmm. that means is if Biden doesn't run, Newsom won't run. But if Biden right. runs, he'll run against. Right. So you got
1: two losers, you know, a guy that destroyed a state and a guy that destroyed our country, pitting heads against each
0: other. Well, here's one way to try and figure this out as far as the George Soros thing goes. Who would be the more pliable puppet? And I think it's Biden.
1: Oh, Biden, because he doesn't know what's going on. He just does whatever he's told.
0: Well, he, you know, he just, they trot him out there and, you know, wheel him out there on a cart and wheel him back, um, you know, between pudding snacks. Right. We all know that Obama is running the show. Obama is the president. Right. You know, and Biden makes a good puppet because they can, they can just aim him in a direction and he'll waddle over there hmm okay i don't know that gavin newsom would do that i i think gavin newsom is arrogant enough to think that he's better yeah i mean you see what i'm saying yes i, I don't know that that obama and and soros could control gavin newsom they've got well, easy they, control over joe biden but i don't think they could control gavin newsom well here's a scary thought Let's say Biden doesn't run
1: and Newsom decides to run. You think Harris, Kamala Harris would run because she would have Obama's backing and Soros' backing.
0: I I don't think so. I don't think I, I, I think she is such an unmitigated disaster. She can't she couldn't lead a one car parade. Okay. Yeah, but you got to I mean-
1: remember—you got to remember one thing. If we continue with Dominion voting machines, if we continue with um, heads of voting, you know, voting directors of voting in each state, we're not going to win, no matter who is the nominee, because the fraud is still going to be there. So, for the next two years, we need. Okay, good candidates, but more important than anything, we need to clean up our voting systems. No more of this early nonsense voting, except maybe for military, overseas military. The only people who should be getting absentee ballots should be the infirm or the military, or maybe, you know, kids away at college, certain um, exemptions always have to be made. We need to go back to what the Constitution says, one day of voting. You know, if you can't give up one day to elect the president of your country, maybe you shouldn't be voting.
0: Well, I think every two years, election day should be a national holiday people people don't have to go to work they can go stand in line and vote that's that's not a bad idea you know i mean take take all the guesswork out of it um the the problem is you can't have a national voting uh situation because the constitution leaves it up to the individual states and of course blue states are going to do everything they can to promote voter fraud. Red states are going to try to promote voter integrity, you know, and the Constitution disallows having a a national uh, program for voting. They leave it up to the individual states. They
1: leave it up to the states, but they say one day should be set aside. I did a whole article on this.
0: And and that's what they ought to hang their hat on. Right, none
1: of this early voting crap. People are voting two months in advance. This is nonsense. Most of the fraud committed in this country, besides those who tabulate, you know, the the old saying, it's not who casts the votes, it's who counts the votes. Besides that, the biggest voter fraud happens with mail-in ballots. Right. Early voting.
0: Early voting and vote harvesting. Right. Ballot, Ballot harvesting. You know, those are two, two major things. Um, red states have it figured out. Red states are trying to do the right thing. Now, that doesn't mean that some red states don't still have those goofy-ass Dominion voting machines, and hopefully those red states will come to their senses and get rid of them, the ones that have them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, voter integrity is a big thing in in red states. They hate it on the left hate it you know right. i mean so that's kind of what we're up against um you know you see more and more red states doing the right thing now for instance right here in my state of nebraska uh today constitutional carry took a step forward um it, in in our legislature we're a unicameral so in our legislature Every vote has to make it through three rounds before it becomes law. And then, of course, then it has to be signed by the governor. Okay. Okay. So today was the first day. You need, in our legislature, you need 33 votes to overcome a filibuster. And Senator Tom Brewer's concealed carry bill got 37 votes today. Okay. Okay. You know, so it made it, sailed right through the the first round. It's such a well-written bill that some Democrats in our legislature are voting in favor of it. Okay, so hopefully within the next month, concealed carry will become the law of the land. Now, up in South Dakota, their legislature tried to put through a tax hike earlier this week. Governor Nome took one look at that it was it, it was raising the taxes on or not occup uh, yeah occupation tax it, you know, it, it raises the taxes on hotel rooms basically mm-hmm. Okay, she looked at that and said oh no 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 because our own people stay in hotels because they travel for business they they travel for sporting events they travel for school events this and that she said nope. And she vetoed it. And I don't think they're going to be able to overwrite her veto, but I'll tell you something funny. She vetoed it in a way I've never seen done before. She had, Uh she, now remember this, this is, you know, South Dakota, right? Mm -hmm. She had, she had a big branding iron that said veto. And she dipped the branding iron. She pressed it into a red ink pad and then branded the bill veto and sent it back you gotta you gotta love that you know but you're you're right you know we we need to do whatever we can especially red states to end this nonsense that leads to voter fraud right and this
1: unfortunately again the old adage it's not who votes it's who counts the votes and that's where you have the dominion voting machine whole nonsense with the counting of the votes you have the supervisors of elections that that are cheating left and right outwardly cheating
0: yeah yeah hey can i can i give you my impression of joe biden counting votes sure one where was i i mean look it's an interesting situation but californians the democrats say no to gavin newsom don't do it wouldn't that be something if he actually ran and couldn't carry the state of california wow It, it,
1: it would be very telling it would be very telling. Uh but Craig, I'm sure they'll get all those drug addicts and homeless off the streets and into the voting booths.
0: Well, yeah, in we, plenty of
1: time. They have, you know, all the early voting. They'll get them there.
0: Somehow. Some way. Somehow, some way. Finally, on tonight's show, we got to talk about this. The Alex Murdo guilty verdict that came down last night. This is a very interesting situation. I don't want to get out in the weeds regarding all the evidence and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the case lasted six weeks. The interesting part of this was that it was turned over to the jury late yesterday afternoon by the judge who did not even order dinner for the jury he gave them uh, uh, some little snack bags of chips and crackers right Mm -hmm. and in less than three hours they came back with a guilty verdict on two murders yeah now here's what makes this fascinating to me according to liberals this was impossible because Alex Murdaugh was or is a white guy He was very well-connected. He Mm -hmm. had a lot of money. His family was extremely well-respected and privileged. Let's not forget that word. And according to liberals, white people get off on these crimes. They don't get convicted of these crimes because they're white, because they're connected, because they know people, because they're part of the establishment. They get off. They don't get found guilty. And yet, in under three hours, they found him guilty. Right. What have we heard from the left so far today? Have there been riots by white people because he's guilty? No. Has the left... said, well, it's about time. Have the left said anything? Not a word. Silence.
1: Crickets. Yeah. Well, you know what gets me mad about this whole case? Here it is. The man is found guilty of double murder. He killed his wife and his own flesh and blood, his son. And he gets two consecutive life terms. That's his punishment. That means for decades... Taxpayers are going to be paying to feed and ha- and clothe a murderer. In cases like this, I'm sorry, the death penalty is the right option.
0: I we 100% agree.
1: We need to reinstitute reinstate, reinstate the death penalty in certain cases across the country. These bleeding heart liberals who keep saying, oh, no, no, it's their environment, it was their upbringing, it was this, that, we can't crap. the death penalty. We're all sick of hearing it. Here you have a wealthy white man who had everything going for him, squandered it all away with cheating, lying, drugs, whatever. Then he commits two murders, including his own son. And the taxpayers have to keep pay to keep him alive for decades? Yeah, I know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it, it, make sense. It, it, you know, uh an eye for an eye
0: is is does work in certain
1: cases.
0: You know, this guy was a bad dude before he pulled the triggers. You know, I mean the the evidence and he admitted it. He admitted it. That, that mm-hmm. he was stealing money from his clients, he was stealing money from his law firm for drugs. Uh, yeah, for drugs. He was he was addicted to drugs. He admitted all this in court, right? And I'll tell you one of the weirdest things in that whole in that whole trial. He was uh, asked by, I think it was the prosecution, is it true that you stole money from a paraplegic? And Murdoch said, no, it it was a quadriplegic. Oh, God. I mean, holy crap, right? So this guy was a bad dude. All of this was going to get exposed. His law firm had caught on. The day he committed the murders, the law firm caught on and said, we need to sit down and talk because it's pretty obvious that you've been stealing. Okay. His wife was going to file for divorce. His son was going to question him on drugs. They, he, The son had sent a text message and, and said, we need to talk. Mom and I need to talk to you. So that night, he goes out and he kills his wife and he kills his son. Yeah. And then he lies about it for eight months, that he wasn't anywhere near the, the spot on the property where the, the murders took place, but yet his son was making a video on his iphone and his father he, his father's voice is on that video literally within 4 minutes of the gunshots being fired right you know so this guy's a bad dude okay he do, he deserves the death penalty i guarantee it if 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 he if he doesn't deserve the death penalty who does right but but yet right. here he is, you know, the white man of privilege, his grandfather's portrait hung in the courtroom. In the courthouse, okay? Right. This is how well-to-do this family was, how well connected they were, and how long they'd been there, right? So here's a guy with with the whole world at his feet, the king of his county in South Carolina. White guy Gets convicted. Now, if if this was... I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to. If this was a black guy, and he got convicted, even with all this evidence, well, hell would have broken loose. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. The white guy gets convicted, we hear nothing. We hear nothing. No. White people don't go on the rampage because... He did it. He was found guilty. He's going to prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, taxpayers are going to have to foot the bill to keep him alive in there. And that's a <laughs> shame because this guy had no redeeming qualities about him whatsoever. Okay, oh, but, none. But, none. you know, have, have we heard a peep from the left side of the aisle? You mm-hmm. know, saying that, that, you know, this this guy... Uh, got convicted and and deserved it? And, and no, because every time a white guy or a white woman does something like this and gets convicted, the left ignores it. They completely ignore it. And then they try to tell us that white people that do these crimes never get convicted.
1: Yeah. I mean, look what, in the George Floyd case, he was arrested while... He was committing a crime, you know, because he tried to pass checks, uh, phony checks at that um, convenience store. Right. He was in the process of committing a crime. Okay, should he have been killed, you know, with the knee? No. I mean, putting a knee on someone's neck, no. It's just common sense tells you no. But that's not what killed him. No. His drug habit killed him.
0: Right he had a cocktail inside of him exactly you know and I guess the, the democrats made him out to be saint george right and they convicted the the cops that were involved in it those cops are going to spend a long 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 time in jail and yet they still rioted
1: yeah yeah i mean and they're doing all of this in the name of a convicted felon George Floyd pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly. He had been a repeat offender, been in jail numerous times. Yeah. And now suddenly we're supposed to worship at the altar of St. George?
0: I don't think so.
1: I know so no. <laughs>
0: you yeah. know, I mean, so this this, you know, this case dragged on forever and i did not follow the case i i did not i didn't watch a single minute of the case Mm -hmm. i had no interest in the case Mm -hmm. what interested me was the verdict came back really fast they asked for no special instructions from the judge or clarification from the judge they had listen to 70 some odd witnesses i i understand yes and yet they didn't need to go through any of that it was such a clear-cut deal that they found him guilty in under three hours yep and and it's it's got to be an anathema because according to the left somebody like this guy this alec murdoch would never be convicted of a crime
1: ever right but he would have if if the uh, victims were black and the white guy and murdoch did it they'd be rioting in the streets
0: yeah you know so i mean don't talk to me about equity in our judicial system don't talk to me about you know how unbalanced the judicial system is White people are getting convicted of crimes every damn day, every yeah. damn day. You know, yeah, it's not true. just black people. And and here we had a national audience watching this case, mm-hmm. and the guy got convicted, as yeah. he should. Yeah,
1: it's it's very different, uh, you know, than when the OJ trial was. You know, similar circumstances. Right? You know, he killed his wife. Uh, Somebody who wasn't his family, um, Gold,
0: Goldman. Ron, Ron Goldman.
1: Ron Goldman uh, also with Nicole. Um, and yet they were out there, you know, rioting because he got acquitted. It, right. This whole thing makes no sense. We actually have two sets of justice in this country. one for white people and one for black people and it's just wrong you're supposed to be equal under the eyes of the law and right now under democrat rule it's not
0: well but but they don't want it to be and in this case it actually was okay yeah i mean he got he got the justice that he had coming okay um no he didn't really well well uh, i know i know i know but what what I'm saying is he he went on trial and they found him guilty. Right. Okay. It happens every day in America white people get found guilty. It's not an anathema, it's an everyday thing. Okay? Right. And and the only reason to bring it up on our show tonight is to point out what other people will not point out. You will not hear this conversation on any news media Mm -hmm. just to point out the simple fact that this is not an aberration. This is an everyday thing, no matter what the left wants you to believe. But I guarantee you by the end of this week, they'll be talking again about how black people always get convicted and white people never do.
1: Oh, of course. You know, that's, that's just part of, you know, their indoctrination. That's part of, you know, oh, these poor people, we have to cater. Excuse me, they, we have to cater to them and this and that. And our country is so going wrong now. You've got a man that killed two people who will spend decades in jail and the Carolina taxpayers are going to have to pay for him. And it, there's just something innately wrong with our judicial system right now.
0: Right. I I agree 100%. Well, folks, guess what? We have run out of time for tonight's show. Wow, that was a fast hour. Well, you know, we had some good good conversation. We had some interesting topics tonight. Folks, if you missed any part of it, Go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, this show, and all the rest right there waiting for you. Yes, they will be. Sometime between 6 and 7 a.m. Yeah, so set your your watches. (laughs) All right, Diane, we're done. We're out of time. Okay, nighty-night, folks. Good night, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye.